Hey there, he's, she's, they's, and we's. You're listening to another episode of Let's Talk Life podcast. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to Let's Talk Life on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram. Please share our podcast with your friends, send us a comment, or forward pictures of your dogs. We love it all. Now, without further ado, I'm Angela. And I'm Jackie. And you're listening to Let's Talk Life podcast. Today, we're here with our guest, Christy, and we're going to be talking about all things metaphysical, including mediumship, tarot cards, horoscopes, and more. Hi, Christy. Hi. Welcome. Thanks um, for coming. Of course. Thanks for coming. So will you intro yourself for the listeners? Sure. So we met through Natalie Ziza, um, the two-time podcast guest. I went to college with Natalie. (laughs) We met on the beach in Asbury Park, New Jersey, actually. Um, And a little about me. I am from the Jersey Shore originally. I went to school in New York, worked in New York, and now I'm back in New Jersey. And I consider myself a spiritual junkie. So I'm happy to be here and discuss all things (laughs) energy and spiritual. So tell us a little bit about how you first got introduced into like the whole world of spirituality and tarot. Yeah. So it's actually funny. Um, It happened my first breakup. um, I was dating someone for four years and my sister was like, you know, I think he broke up with you because Mercury's in retrograde. And I was like, what? What? (laughs) It has to be that. It couldn't be me. Like, you know, (laughs) so that was my first introduction. And then it kind of like spiraled because it was like this other entity where you can like attribute things that were happening. And like, it's an explanation for things that are going on outside of yourself. Um, And then just from there, I got really interested. Not long after that, I did do my first tarot reading. Um, But it was more of a past life regression because I was a little hesitant. So I didn't want to know about the future. I my first baby step was like, what did I do in my past life? And they had told me I was a merchant. I was a man. And I was a merchant from Peru. And I traveled around the world and I had like eight different wives. And so I had a lot of bad karma, but I had so many lifetimes in between now and then that all my karma was gone from my scandalous <laughs> cheating with you all the wives. Wow. Um, and I did like spice trade because it was like deep, rich colors. So that's why I got into retail later on. Um, Yeah. And that was really interesting. That was basically it, but it was crazy. (laughs) Well, I have so many questions. (laughs) That is fascinating for starters. So how, how did you go about meeting the person that gave you this information? This one was also through my sister. Um, So it was from a store that is in Red Bank, New Jersey. And I passed by it like hundreds of times and it was always like, oh, that's the weird store. And then it was like, that's the cool store now. So um, I went in and she offered the the past life regression and she 
she asked at the end if I did want to know about the future. And I think mm-hmm. I said yes. And she gave me like a few tidbits, like you're not with the person you're going to marry. Um, you're going to work somewhere else in five years, which is technically true. But mm-hmm. I think she said you're going to work for a, a next level up retailer. Okay. Which so is technically where I am. <laughs> And that was five years ago. So how, uh, yeah, what year was that that you got that? 2016. Okay. So we're almost there. Almost, almost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Christy, you said you, for this one, the reason for this first foray into tarot cards, um, it was just about the past because you were a bit hesitant because you Mm -hmm. were new to it. So does that imply that you're not hesitant anymore? What are some of the like other experiences that you've had and and how do they compare to that? Yeah, definitely. I don't think I'm hesitant anymore, partially because I didn't know what it was. Like, I feel like everyone's first question is like, well, are they going to tell me I'm going to die? And it's like, there is a death (laughs) card, but the death card doesn't mean you're going to die. It could mean the end of the cycle. It could mean a million other things. Um, So I think becoming more knowledgeable and like understanding how you actually get read and that sort of thing helped me be more comfortable with learning about the future and also the understanding that like you don't have to take what doesn't resonate so I've had other readings my most recent reading actually was it was at my sister's bachelorette and it was 12 of us in Salem Massachusetts So I was the last one to go and my reading was just like a bunch of nonsense. It was like, (laughs) do you have a bipolar brother? It's like, no. She was like, do you feel dizzy every day? No. So it was like a lot of that. And she was like, oh, you know what? I think I'm referencing a past life that you had in Rome. And I was like, okay, that just felt like (laughs) a nice little cover up. Um, but I feel like that one was kind of inconclusive because she did 12 people like right in like an hour span. So I think that one, if you like think about like the energy and, and things like that, I don't think that one was very legit. That was more of like a fun girls night. (laughs) Right. A great idea. Honestly. Yeah. Looking for something (laughs) real. I would do more research. Now you mentioned energy. Mm-hmm. Um, are are you also interested, or have you had any sort of foray into crystals and and the use there? Yes, I definitely use crystals. I feel like, I mean, I have a bunch right here, <laughs> but yeah. I don't. Um, like, I feel like I need to know more about them. I definitely like dabble. I have them. I've like held them in my hands during important conversations and I feel better. Um, could it be like a placebo? Maybe, but I like to believe it's not. So I think they definitely do have a charge for sure. Wow. Um, I think it's really interesting how you personally are very comfortable taking and leaving certain pieces of what you get. Um, And now you mentioned like 
you were driven at first to go to your first tarot card reading because you got out of a long relationship. Um, what are like some of, do you have to go in with an intention when you get your cards read? Have you asked for professional insight or is it just sort of you get what you get? I think people have different styles. Like you can go in and they'll say, think of a question and you could say it out loud or they could say, just keep it to yourself. And then they'll pull cards. There's also different spreads. They could pull like three or they could do a waterfall. So there's a lot of different ways. It definitely depends on the reader themselves more so than the person being read. Hmm. How do people react like, how do you, some of your other friends react when you tell them that you've got your cards read, um, that you have crystals and have you, have you made any converts of them? <laughs> some definitely of my parents. I feel like they think it's like, you know, like, Oh, nice rocks you have there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think other friends, I think they think it's like, um, like an activity or like something to do more so than like I actually like really do believe in like energy and all sorts of different like modalities in the spiritual realm so I think I don't know it's weird because if you think about it like spirituality is kind of in place of religion and like I would never be like oh let me just pray for fun like so it's so interesting how it's so different um, but it is like the way I live my life kind of, and tarot is just a fun part of it. Cool. Really great point. Yeah. Are you, were you spiritual in other aspects of your life prior to this? Do you consider yourself a spiritual person or did this sort of open you up to that? I definitely was not spiritual before. Um, what, the other thing that really got me, unfortunately, was another breakup, <laughs> or fortunately. Um, These are inspiring was, points in life, you know? They're sort of pivotal in pushing us towards things. Yeah, they definitely are. And that one, um, it was like I never felt like I could fully trust the person, and there was a lot of, like, like I always knew something was off the whole time. And then about, like, maybe – eight months before we broke up, I started to feel like sick all the time. My stomach always hurt no matter what I ate, where I was with him, with not with him. Like I couldn't drink alcohol one sip. I would be like so ill. And two days after he broke up with me, everything disappeared completely. Like it, it was like a purge <laughs> and it was like, I could drink alcohol I never felt better. And from that point on, I was like, energy is real. Like I knew in my gut the whole time, like my literal gut was telling me yeah. to like run. So that was also a pivotal point. Like that's proof more than a tarot card. I think that was like the ultimate proof that your body knows and like can feel things. I totally agree with that. I mean, even if you want to take it a little bit 
outside of the spiritual realm and you want to take it to more concrete, like cognitive psychology stuff, like people that are anxious, they feel that in their bodies mm-hmm. and you can feel it in your gut and people have, you know, stomach aches or constipation or like chills. So I think what you're talking about is super normal and every everybody probably experiences it, whether they attribute it to something psychological or something more spiritual and energetic. Yeah, totally. Do you feel like opening yourself up to all of this has made you more attuned to your energy, like more mindful? Yes, definitely. Because I think once you can label something, I feel like it becomes easier. Like why, when I go to this place, do I always come back with a headache? Hmm. Is that just like, I didn't drink enough water or is it something at that place is causing me to feel off and I should maybe not go back there. And I think that has become more clear, even with this, since I'm in like a transitional period of life, um, getting the new job, I was going into it with that mindset. Like when I come home, do I just want to get in bed and go to sleep? Or do I feel like I could go on with my day because I don't feel drained by what I just did? And I think that's really interesting. Like, why do I not feel drained? Why does it give me energy to work this job? So I definitely have translated it further. Wow. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm basic. I'm also curious now, the people who read, um, you know, your tarot cards, are they considered psychics or mediums? I think they could be, but also I went to a retreat in September that was just like a day for women. And one of the participants just learned tarot like off the, just during quarantine, she did a Mm -hmm. workshop and she doesn't consider herself either one. She um, studied Ayurvedic practices. So like she was like sort of in that realm, but nothing like gifted. And she learned it in like six weeks. So I think anyone could learn it and practice it because I feel like they would say that it's like the energy tells the reader, not at like the cards don't. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. It's sort of about opening yourself up to that learned experience and kind of doing what you're doing. What do you have an interest in ever learning how to read tarot cards yourself? Maybe. I think so. I think it's there's a lot because you have to know every single card upside right. down and regular, like there's and a lot how to interpret it too. Yeah. It sounds like there's, there's actually a lot of sort of metaphor to a lot mm-hmm. of the cards. Yeah. One day I'll never say no. <laughs> did you always like horoscopes, Christy? Yeah, I did. I feel like that also is like the gateway. (laughs) Like if you identify with your horoscope, you're like, oh, there is something here. Like I'm a Taurus and apparently all we do is like eat and sleep. And I'm like, oh (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I think there, I also like, I don't read it every day, but I'll read it occasionally. 
I also, something new, I don't know if you have TikTok, but there's so many tarot readers on TikTok. And that I don't really enjoy because I feel like those are pandering to a lot of people. They all say like, someone from your past is coming back. (laughs) So I feel like that makes it lose its value a little. Yeah. See, that's always what I'm curious about is like, how do you tell the difference? Because I, before TikTok, I also know that there are a lot of tarot readers on YouTube that do the same kind of thing where it's like, pick the three, pick one of the three piles and I'll tell you who your soulmate is. And there's mm-hmm. millions of views, millions and millions of views on these videos. I'm like, is that legit? How do you know? How? Yeah, no. I don't, I don't think it could be legit if you're not sitting in the same room mm-hmm. because I feel like you can meet anyone over a zoom call and like you still can't like get a feel for who they are totally I think it really does matter to be in the same room personally Mm -hmm. because you can probably feel the energy you can probably feel the energy yeah I think so videos on tiktok (laughs) as fun as they are I'm sure people are doing really well because of them but totally yeah I'm sure they also are legit off camera, like in their own practice, but it just feels like to sit there and record it when like no one can see you shuffling or pulling just a little weird. Yeah, definitely. Makes it easy to question the validity, Mm -hmm. even if it is legit. Yeah. Yeah. One of my other favorite um, stories about getting read, this was in Milan and I did an Airbnb experience for pasta making. Oh and my God. <laughs> so me and my mom go, we're the only people participating. And the area that we went to was like desolate. There was no one there. My mom's like, let's go back. Like we, ha- we don't know what we're doing. And I'm like, no, it's fine. So we, <laughs> we go in and like, they're the nicest. It's a woman. She's the nicest woman. She's like, my boyfriend's going to come over and make the sauce for us we're gonna make the pasta we're like okay so we're eating and then she's like oh tell them what your profession is and he said something weird like I'm a like I'm a mime or something it was lost in translation and I'm really like oh cool like nice (laughs) (laughs) and it was something super weird it wasn't mine but it was like along those lines um, we were like, I, it was a magician. That's what it uh, was. Huh. And we were like, oh, like we're not really <laughs> that bad. So that's cool. And so he's like, keeps talking about it. And it turns out he's a spiritual advisor to the president of Italy at the time. Get out. <laughs> and I'm Stop. like, what? Like, what are you even saying? And so he's like, I can give you a reading if you want. And we're like, all right. Also, the whole time, the guy was very soft-spoken, like, really nice, didn't really say much. And so, like, this came out of nowhere. Um, And he just told me, he told me some things, like, between 2020 and 2022, you're going to become, like, extremely independent. Like, that's when you're going to grow up completely. Mm -hmm. So, we're waiting to see what that means. (laughs) But he said a lot of things. He also gave me, like, something to write down every morning. He was like, write this down on a piece of paper, put a glass of water over it, 
and read it into the water. And he gave a couple of things, but one of them said, all is consciousness. And so I did do that for a little bit, but I feel like that I was a little skeptical because I was like, because he told me he was a magician, what does this actually mean in English? <laughs> all is consciousness. Right. Yes. Um, Who knows what he meant? Right. <laughs> but that was just a really interesting experience. Like it was so random out of the blue. And like, that's the things that I would trust more than something on the internet. Cause that like came to me. I didn't seek it out. Right. Wow. And I mean, the fact that I, I think it's very interesting because a lot of powerful people have spiritual advisors mm-hmm. or um, people who serve the role that he, he serves, which is, you know, to sort of nurture the and make sense of the spiritual side of a person. Mm-hmm. Wow. See, that's when I'm like the universe, right? Yeah. Like brought you that experience. Yeah. Is that he, who- also, he said something like, are you happy with doing the work that you're doing? And I was like, like kind of. And he was like, I see you moving into the third sector. And he explained again, like the translation thing that it was like something that was not business and it wasn't anything to do with like teaching anything like that. It was more of like nonprofits. Mm -hmm. He said he sees that or something that's just different. That's not very typical and that I would be moving. And I was like, no way. I'm never leaving New York city here we are <laughs> not in New York city, moving to North Carolina next year. Whoa. So, yeah. So I think there is something to it. And I do remember like he, he asked at the end, like, what do you want more than anything? And this was like, I don't, I was so nervous to answer that question. I don't even remember what I said, but he did ask questions along the way. So that was really interesting. And he did stuff with my, birth number like my birthday in the year like he added them all up and did something there so he didn't use cards he did that it's not like numerology yeah sort of Mm -hmm. that's also super cool yeah so what do you what do you feel like you learned from those experiences or similar experiences that you wouldn't have been able to figure out otherwise I feel like there's a lot. I feel like it's, I feel like it's a deeper level of self-reflection because I do feel like I'm like a very self-aware person, but it's more of like how yourself like fits into like a bigger picture, which I feel like you don't really get from just like reflecting. Um, And I think it's also just confirmation sometimes that you're on the right path because like you could do anything you want in the whole world. And sometimes that's overwhelming or you get stuck and just to have a confirmation or another outlet to tell you like you don't have to do this or something's coming down the line is just kind of hopeful I think yeah I can I can imagine that especially with the relationships I feel like so many people go to tarot readers or psychics for relationship advice Mm -hmm. in this day and age, at least, or career, relationships and career, I feel like. Mm 
Definitely. Another one that was in New York City. I guess I'm realizing I've gone a lot, <laughs> but I never, um, I do follow the rule to like not go more than twice a year because I feel oh, like- I didn't even know that. I didn't know that. I don't, you can pull it like every day. There are things that say you can do it, but I think it's more of the psychic part. Like don't, if you go every day, what are you going to- Right. You're basically writing your future. So one of them was like, that was after, right after the breakup. And it was like, I feel like your being is stuck in California. And we had gone to California like two weeks before. And I was like, how would you know that? Like we're in New York city. How would you even, where would that come from? So I think I love when, when stuff like that happens. (laughs) That's incredible. Mm -hmm. I want to go to your people. Your people. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We'll get a list together. Yeah. One is hard. (laughs) Yeah. He's, you know, that's okay. He would have to come to me. Right. I I wouldn't (laughs) expect to to seek that man out. Um, Wow. I guess I'm, I'm curious about what you see are the differences between something like religion and then the spirituality that you um, partake in. Yeah, I think the first is that spirituality can kind of be whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And I also, I was like baptized and made my confirmation and my dad does still go to church. So, but I like don't know enough about church, like like the Catholic church, so I can't speak fully about it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there are so many rules, like you have to like say the rosary 10 times to be forgiven or like um, you have to go to church every Sunday. And I feel like with spirituality, it's like, you feel, you do what you feel is right for you. Like some people have a million crystals, some have one and that's fine because that's what your body is telling you to do. So I think that's a major difference to me is that there's no like repercussion. If you just do what you feel is right for you, there's no one saying like a lightning bolt is going to strike down. There is karma though, but (laughs) not, not for you doing what you feel is right. If you want to have a full moon ceremony and like dance naked in the woods, I'm not going to do that, but (laughs) I could still get my full moon ceremony in. So yeah, like that. It's just unique. No punishments. Yeah. Yeah. Very little Catholic guilt. Yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. A little bit more um, accepting, it seems, of of however you want to embrace it. Mm-hmm. I also, I was just saying to my mom that when I went to CCD in middle school mm. or even elementary school, I would cry every time I went. Like they had to homeschool me. I threw a fit. <laughs> Um, hated that going. was a sign to <laughs> to I relate. Go believe something else. <laughs> mm. We can relate to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spirituality feels good. Mm-hmm. What do you have any um, sort of like daily practices or or things that you do, sort of like a ritual for your spiritual health and well being? Yeah, I do magic mornings. So I when I wake up, I don't touch my phone. Hmm. at all and I do okay that's a lie because I meditate and I turn my meditation music on my phone (laughs) 
but I don't look at anything. Um, and then after I meditate, I'll do, um, I write down affirmations and then three things I'm grateful for the eyes intentions, like I am statements. Mm -hmm. And then the C is coffee. So it's nice. The (laughs) C is coffee. Yeah. What's that? Say more. Um, sometimes I don't do it all the time, but like, I will have my coffee and speak into it and then drink it. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that since July because I feel like it was always like, oh, I have my alarm on my phone, so I have to touch it. And then I see something and I read something else mm-hmm. or like, I have to get up and go to work. So I don't want to wake up an extra half hour early to like start my day this way. Mm -hmm. And then not working. I was like, well, there is actually no excuse to start this. So, and it also became really easy. Like, I feel like I have to do this before I wake up, but it's not like I have to do this or that lightning bolt is going to strike me. It just like feels grounding and it feels good to do it every morning. Wow. I I love that. Mm -hmm. And is there a similar process for winding down in the evening? Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, I have to watch TikTok at night. (laughs) (laughs) Understood. He's still a normal millennial. Got it. (laughs) Um, I use the ThinkUp app at night and that will play like, it can be however long you want, but I do 15 minutes of my voice speaking affirmations, like anything could be like, I deserve to have financial compensation for having my dream job, or I deserve to have my dream job. Things like that will just replay over and over. Um, because when you're like falling asleep in that trance, like period, that's when your subconscious can absorb things. So that's why I do that then. And so that's recorded, that's your recorded voice. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Sorry. I just wanted to clarify. And that I actually love because sometimes I feel like when you lay in bed and like your thoughts could be like overwhelming, it's like your voice is over here talking. So like your thoughts in your head are kind of silent because you're like, I'm thinking over there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. Uh, You know, you before bed, I think a lot of people can relate you know, you start ruminating on what you could have done, should have done. What you have to do, do tomorrow. tomorrow. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Have, have you, um, have you manifested anything? That you um, really... So I did a, not long ago, I did a money spell and it was, it was so funny because it was supposed to be $5,000. And I ended up getting random out of nowhere, $50 in Macy's money. And I was like, I did not realize I had to specify American dollars, (laughs) but I'll take it. (laughs) Right. You have to be, I guess, like super specific in your, yeah, uh, you know, your manifesting. Yeah. I mean, I also got into like my top school and I feel like the part of manifestation is like, I, couldn't just say like I want to go here and get in like you have to do all the work and then still manifest like I couldn't have said I want to go here and gotten in without applying that type of thing so I think that's also the point of like 
you can manifest all you want, but you still have to take the actions to get there. Yeah, totally. We talked, we actually talked about that on the podcast that we did on religion. Cause it's like some people will try to pray something away or pray something into existence without sort of doing anything like leave it in God's hands or it's like, leave it in the universe's hands. But like you Mm -hmm. still, like you said, have to put in, show the universe that you're like really trying to. Right. That you're an active participant in this life too. Mm -hmm. That's super cool. Um, Are you looking to manifest anything in the new year? Do you have like anything that you're really excited to be a reality? Yeah, I have a lot. I have to sit down and write it out, but part of it is that I'm going back to business school so I could create my own business. So just having that come to life in 2021 is definitely the top of the list. Um, Since I'll also be moving and like leaving all friends and family here in the tri-state area, Mm -hmm. um, manifesting like a soul tribe where I'll be going, finding like-minded people. Um, What else? I think those are the the top two things definitely nice mm-hmm. I know I some- you're setting yourself up well for it yeah yeah um and I'm also curious so you we started this off about relationships so after having learned all of this how, how do you approach relationships now through the lens yeah. of spirituality yeah I think that's the part also that's taught me like I need someone that is on the same level spiritually as well because I could be they don't have to agree with everything necessarily or like do the same practices but just to understand where I'm coming from and also knowing that just to have patience I have also been taught I feel like I'm not in a in a rush to get any old boyfriend so I Mm -hmm. think stepping back and like understanding what I want I did write my list out of like the hundred qualities I want in a partner it's great a hundred yeah oh my god that's incredible okay yeah I mean you also have to include things like single you know the gender that you want because you can have the perfect person but what if they're married yeah this is like the macy's 50 50 dollars exactly i didn't specify u.s dollars (laughs) oh my god this is such a lesson for me i feel like i've been trying to make dollars for a while and Mm -hmm. definitely not specific enough yeah (laughs) but okay right so you're getting specific down to the nitty-gritty yeah yeah and also just knowing it it will happen in its time is the most comforting part. Like I'm not going to be single for the next 80 years. If it is like a year, five years, 10 years, whatever, as long as it's a person that will compliment me, I think mm-hmm. is where I've gotten to that point. Um, because I think since I did start dating so young, it was like, did I actually know who I was until even like last year kind of thing? Mm-hmm. So I don't feel the need to like jump into anything. And I feel also like dating apps, that's a whole other 
thing that I don't love because I can't get the read on the person <laughs> until you're there after you met a stranger off the internet. So that, mm-hmm. that's really just not for me. And I think a lot of that is part of the spiritual energy part. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it sounds just comforting. Like there's mm-hmm. a comfort in uh, like the spiritual grounding that you have around relationships that there's no rush. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I know a lot of people who are like really wanting to be in a relationship and it's like TikTok on the clock. Mm-hmm. Got a Kesha song in my head. <laughs> that was terrible. Um, anyway, but yeah, like how nice it is to let like let that pressure go. Mm-hmm. Just like trust that it'll happen when it's supposed to happen and it's worth it to wait if it's a long wait for that you know that person yeah I think my favorite metaphor for that is like when your dog wants a piece of chocolate and you're like no you can't have that and the dog like doesn't understand why that's like the same thing like the universe is like you're saying I want a boyfriend they're like no not yet or not this (laughs) That's my favorite thing to think about. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's great. I feel great. Um, I feel like, because um, I don't know, through this whole conversation, um, you just, you, I mean, you seem, as Angela said, like really grounded and very mindful. And I'm just wondering if you feel like, I don't know, your whole um, openness to this sort of spirituality do you feel like it's affected like or it impacts your overall wellness definitely I also had like severe childhood anxiety from the start of like fourth grade I was like so anxious all the time and I think that carried through until college and then it was like a switch kind of turned on and I don't think I have anxiety anymore. Like, I don't think it's, there's a lot that went into that. Obviously therapy, not just like looking at crystals, mm-hmm. made it go away. <laughs> the combination of therapy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think anxiety keeps you so in your head, like mm-hmm. everything's in your head. And I think spirituality made it seem like what's in your head is super important, but also how you fit into the greater world and like all sorts of different external factors are important as well. And I think if someone sat me down when I was in fourth grade and was like, here's some spiritual tools, like (laughs) I would love to know what would have happened because I just feel like imagine a fourth grader who like didn't want to go to school or be away from their mom saying like, I'm a strong person on my own five times in the morning I feel like Mm. that could have made a huge difference so I definitely feel like it has an overall impact on my well-being completely I feel like it does too I feel like it's evident yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's cool I think it feels I think in like psychology and mindfulness and counseling there's a lot of talk about mindfulness and also yeah. about like positive affirmations. And um, 
sort of like rewiring yourself because <laughs> um, there's a lot that if you're not mindful, you know, those low vibration, low energy thoughts constantly on a loop. And then it informs like and creates your reality and all this stuff. So it's really, it feels important whether you believe this stuff or not at first to to say those affirmations and like journal yeah. and put things down on paper or whatever, you know, whatever it looks like for each person. But it feels important to do that. Yeah, definitely. Like if I, I feel like my loop at the time would be like, I can't be here right now. And then it would just mm-hmm. keep going. And then it would like physically manifest. And like, I would have to get out and not be in school. So just saying like, I can be here right now. I'm fine. I think it would have made a, a world of difference. And I also think a huge part of that is the gratitude practice, like being grateful for every little tiny thing really changed the way I thought about things. And that really changed how I thought, because if like, for example, I was even impressed by myself the other day, I spilled coffee on the book that I journal in every morning. And (laughs) the first thought I had was like, oh, now it will smell nice. And I was like, (laughs) look at that. That's (laughs) incredible. Yeah. Not like, oh, I just ruined this whole, this expensive notebook. Like it was like a gut reaction. I was like, wow, this does really work. It really does. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that too. Mm -hmm. I feel like you have, um, have sort of given me a new perspective on this Christy yeah oh great yeah I'm admittedly um a bit of a you know sort of um spiritual skeptic um but I don't know I feel like that you really did make give me a different perspective um of basically looking at it as a tool Mm -hmm. um it's been, it's really fascinating. And, and it seems pretty clear to me what that approach has done for you. So it's pretty inspiring. Yeah, it's definitely great. Definitely a tool. I recommend if it's right for you. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Is there anything that we didn't cover that you feel is really important to mention? I don't know. I feel like it's, it's something also that's kind of like closeted in a way, because I think Mm. if you go to church, like you go and like people see you there and whatnot. Mm. But when you do like these spiritual practices, you're like basically in your room by yourself. And it is something like you can share things with your friends, but usually if the other person like brings it up. So I think it's interesting to be able to talk about it fully or like, who is something, who is someone that you could share this with? Like mm-hmm. someone that just complains all the time will have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. So I think it's, it's nice to be able to, to share it. That's Thanks really for being open to sharing it. So true. Yeah. This was awesome. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, of course. Maybe we'll have, there's so much to talk about with spirituality. Mm-hmm. The astrology aspect, the numerology, the human yeah. design, mm-hmm. like a boatload. 
there's yeah. a, a world full of spirituality. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. But thanks for, you know, scratching the surface of your experience and yeah. inspiring little old Jackie and, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. hopefully others. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's all for us today. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Talk Life. You can like and follow us on Instagram at Let's Talk Life and subscribe most places where you find your favorite podcasts. Let's Talk Life is produced by Jackie and Angela with editing and sound design by Angela. See you all next time.